This podcast song is in C major. Tell him, I, tell him I just died this episode. I'll come in halfway through. But... <laughs> I hear you're trying to get out of contributing to no, the episode. No, I will listen. I will be here. I, I just want to. I just want to. I, I want to be like be the Undertaker. Here, like... I want to be like, I'm alive. It's <sighs> McMahon intro? waking up from his coma. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Extra Reverb. As you just heard, Jacob broke his pinky finger or something it feels like i broke it but i think i'm okay we have no actual evidence that he broke his finger we just we we feel like it i had to punch oh you know what wrong yeah he's like i had to punch wheel i I had had to to punch punch jacob bot so hard (laughs) (laughs) that it hurt hurt my pinky finger so we are here we are back i was chilling with uh coker's cousin tom delong and uh, i was chilling with his cousin billy corgan episode of extra reverb how you guys all doing? It has been a fat minute. Um, yep, you can blame Coker for that. But we're back, nonetheless, yep. despite his hatred for our podcast. How you guys all doing? How's, the, how's the things one, going aside the broken pinky? By the pinky? way, the, the one without the broken pinky finger is Coker, and I'm Austin. <laughs> all right. You, don't, you guys don't really need to know Coker, though. It's fine. <laughs> you're, not missing, you're not missing out on much. You guys, how about, how about Jacob subtweeted me the other day? <laughs> He subtweeted me. We're, we're, they're sitting there talking about the, the blankety blank blank podcast that Austin censors every time and talking about someone made a tweet about it. And then Jacob replies, yeah, man, I totally hate Coker. <laughs> I don't know what you're totally, talking about, I man. totally that hate him. definitely did not happen. Pretty interesting regardless. So uh, what you guys want to talk about this time? We got a few things. We got a few things, but uh, before we get into these topics... Anybody have any idea of what they want to talk about? I want to talk about um, microphones, perhaps, because I'm a big fan. Uh, microphones are pretty cool. I don't use them. I don't use them all the time, but they're 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 kind of cool. I don't use them very often, but for, but when I do, yeah. they're really interesting. Yeah, they're very interesting. Very good gimmick. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it's just a fad. I think I think it's just going to be a fad. Nobody's going to. That's like that's like people back in the nineteen people back in the nineteen tens when they first found out about the microphone. It's just going to be a fad. Nobody's going to nobody's going to use this. Yo, the the future is doing what the Beatles did. On that one song, recording through a bass amplifier <laughs> instead of a microphone. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. What song was that again? It was from Revolver, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I know they used, uh, I know at some points they used a uh, Hammond, like a cabinet, organ cabinet. That's on vocals, though. Yeah. They did it on vocals on, I think, Tomorrow Never Knows. Yeah. But it was another song from that album where uh, Paul... Paul McCartney recorded his bass through like an actual speaker instead. Like I used it I know. as a backwards microphone. I know what it's you're really talking weird. about. Both microphones and speakers are actually transducers, meaning they take acoustic or electric energy and convert it, or they can convert it to electric or acoustic energy. Nerd. Geek. <laughs> Dork. The way, you, the way you said that automatically invalidated it. Is <laughs> my voice cracked? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. It happens to me too. 
I think it happens to all she of us. She got wrecked. Uh, there you go. Yeah. It did. It did. It did. You idiot. Speaking of microphones, I don't believe I talked about my new lavalier microphone yet on this podcast. It's been a fat minute. Speaking about it, I don't believe in. I don't believe in ghosts. Okay. Before we get into that, though, speaking about the Beatles, quick, what's the best Beatles album? Uh, take off your pants and jacket. The White Album. The White Album. The that White Album. A little, that sounds that, a little racy to me. How, that's gonna be a yikes for me. <laughs> that or Revolver. That or Revolver. Yeah. Red Dead Revolver. I don't know. You know that's the original Red Dead Redemption game uh, for PS2. It was Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. It wasn't good. Actually, I don't know. I never played it, but it, you know, no open world. Interesting. I think I preferred Rubber Soul. That's a I'm good, not sure. That's a not good settled one too. on that. That sounds like a weird game. Okay, the Beatles were inventing weird games before they existed. Yeah. But anyways, um, like Revolution Number Nine. Beatles weren't real. Have you seen that movie yesterday? The Beatles never happened. Yes, regrettably. I was like, I hate it. I liked it. Okay, I thought it was a I didn't good like movie. it. I didn't I would, like it that much. I wish they'll make a sequel. I mean, it was eh. I actually enjoyed the movie. From what I saw, it was not terrible. The scene with John Lennon and it was pretty good. Spoiler alert. Yeah, the problem the problem I have with the movie is that it just completely throws out any of the other consequences. Like it would have been really cool to actually see like a world where the impact of the Beatles not existing would have been a thing. Instead, it's just like, yeah, everything else is normal. It's just the Beatles are gone. Yeah, yeah I mean, let's not true. take into I mean, account. Let's not take into account the thousands of musical genres, the thousands of bands that were inspired by them. Very true. It's like a chain reaction. That would have been too much focus outside of the premise of the movie. See, I hope they make a sequel called Bruh. and it's the same premise but with Blink One Eighty Two. That's what I want. Some guys is like, where are you? And I'm so sorry. And then I was like, what the, the what, what are you, what are you singing, sorry my for? guy? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? For? What are you What's sorry for? Go <laughs> away, crap sorry? idiot. And then he's like, oh no, is Blink-182 fake? And then they go on Google on their cell phone and they're like, oh, there's no Blink-182. I just, I just found an article that says, can you blink 182 times in a minute? And it's just, it's just not there. It's just, there's no Blink-182. There's no anime on the seat. There's no take off your pants and jacket. There's no untitled. What's happening here? Well, or what if there was a what if there was an album or what if there was a year? Uh, I said album. I said year. Whoa! Voice world. crack. Voice crack. What I heard that. Voice crack. Idiot. Austin's twenty one and still going through puberty. What? I'm twenty two. <laughs> oh yeah, his birthday was very recent. My apologies. Happy birthday, um, Austin. Happy birthday. I was about birthday. to say though, what if there what if there was a world without Al City? Ah, uh, hey. The interesting and there was a movie made after that. What would it be called? called it's like uh, Fireflies, I guess. <laughs> called Fireflies. Called Bad Time. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> I hate you. Undone. Weezer never existed. <laughs> you know, let me tell you guys something. Poor Weezer. I promise. Rip. I promise Weezer when I see Rip Weezer. properly respected, not improperly respected. Rip Weezer. Properly. I promise when I say this, I've came up with the same premise as yesterday, but for Owl City years ago. I'll just sit there and be like, if Owl City just didn't exist, like, would I be able to recreate his songs? I, I, I'm not kidding. I should have gotten the recognition for yesterday. I should nah, have made that movie. I had the premise, sort of, sort of, just um, taking things back to the past. 
And uh, he's gonna take you past. back to the past. It's not really the same though. To play the boom I don't want to games. It's right, let's move on. You, you gotta think though. Blink One Eighty Two is still pretty young and still making music and everything. But in another, I don't know, twenty, fifty years, there might be another movie like Yesterday, but for Blink One Eighty Two, it might be some like autobiographical, biograph. I don't know movies where they reenact the making of it. And I'm gonna be there so fast. I'm gonna be so happy. I'm gonna play. Tom. I want to play Tom. That's my goal. Today, Even though I look the Smashing like Pumpkins him. never existed, and a fuzz pedal, you don't have to take out a loan to buy a fuzz pedal anymore. <laughs> nice. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. You're smack because Billy Corgan's your cousin, bro. I hate Billy Corgan. He's dead to my family. Dude. <laughs> I wish he was dead. And speaking... If he dies, and though... speaking of Billy Corgan... My bad. Yeah. Shall we speak on that? Yeah. Um, I don't wish he was actually dead. So, I'm sorry. So Billy Corgan recently did some... Uh, Coker's about to fanboy again. Smashing Pumpkins, 1991. A couple months before Nevermind by Nirvana came out, they released uh, Gish. Uh, at the time, it was the most successful indie album. And earlier this month, it turned 23. Or back in May, actually, it turned 23 years old. Right? Is that 23? That's not Possibly. 23. It's 29, because it was 1991. So 29 years old, almost 30 years old. So Billy Corgan does a Instagram live stream where he goes in track by track, and I watched it, and it was fairly, it was interesting. He made a couple jokes. One of the things that he does is that uh, someone asked him if he was going to do Siamese Dream, which is like the second album that Smashing Pumpkins did, which is like their big one. And he uh, he said that um he would, but the Siamese zombies probably wouldn't watch anything else that he put out after that, which is, yeah, he's very harsh on people that who say their favorite album is Siamese Dream just because that's the most popular Pumpkins album. And he's like, bro, you can do better. You know that it's that's a, it's up for Imagine debate. If the Beatles did that. Yeah. It's, How dare you, all you revolver zombies? Yeah. Don't. So we don't really. We don't. I don't want to get into the whole ethics of, you know, making your fans feel bad for liking one of your albums. But, uh, yeah. So he just he went through Gish and he covered some cool facts. Um, he talked about his guitar that he used for which got stolen the same year, and then he ended up finding it last year, or about twenty eighteen. Uh. How did he find it? it? So he got it. So he was performing at a club and some guy just pulled up in there and snagged the thing and walked out. And so he spent like years and years trying to find it. And I think he kept putting out like $10,000, $20,000. And then uh, recently he said $50,000 and he won't even try to prosecute whoever took it. So like he was like, oh, you know, this $50,000, if you find it, I'm not even going to pop. If you're the guy who took it, I'm not even going to call the cops. I just want it back because there were no there were no pictures of it. There's only recently come a picture of him playing it. So there's really no pictures of it, how it looked Mm -hmm. when it got stolen. So that you can imagine that made it really hard. And he ended up thankfully finding it. Well, isn't that a happy ending to a movie that I'm directing starting next year, 2021? I'm starting a crowdfund. They go funny. <laughs> Making a movie based on Billy Corgan finding a guitar. Billy Corgan's guitar. The Gish. Gish guitar. It's a relationship we all wish we had with <laughs> with with Billy Gorgon's <laughs> with guitar. Billy Gorgon? Why did you say Gorgon? Corgan. Corgan. 
Hey, how about he's got a he's got a coffee really shop in Chicago? He's about to open up again. Let's check it out. Yeah, like he um he had it open for a bit and then he closed it down because of COVID, and then he's like, "You guys, two point of the coffee shop's about to." He's calling it two point of the coffee shop or something like. That. I don't know what the name of it is, but he says it's just this coffee shop name here two point You know, like, but that's off. Anyways, topic. please continue. Please continue uh, with what you were saying yeah, before. It, one of the more interesting things is when he would talk about like the process and some of the amps. Like I can't name any of them off the top of my head, but he would have li- he'll list some of the names of like the bass amps and stuff they use. And I have never heard of the names before. I wish I could tell you right now the names of them, but I, I can't I really remember. Too. It's just it's crazy. Like you'll you'll he would list just some name that I have never heard of before like and they were like yeah we use those and what's crazy is now and then they he also started talking about they recorded the album one time in 1989 and then those sessions fell through and then they ended up recording literally the same album track for track in 1990 that became the released version of gish which is just sort of crazy to me you know because you got to remember like they were around like just around the same time as nirvana so you know like, if things had worked out, Nirvana and Smashing Pumpkins could have released, you know, their first album at the same time, but it didn't work out. So Smashing Pumpkins' first album was, you know, two years after Nirvana's. Right. Nirvana. That's Can another thing. Feel yeah. like a love Y'all know they got sued, right? Nirvana got sued for their name. Because it's stupid? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Cosmic Domino over here calling Nirvana stupid. Hey, I'm my music name is Lisa Domino, so. Oh, sorry. What of it? I think it's cooler than Nirvana. What does Nirvana mean? Yeah, exactly. That's right. You suck. <laughs> but no, um, Nirvana got sued for their name because there was some band from the '60s they didn't know about that also had the name Nirvana. And yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, oh, how dare you? It's like, well, how the Bruh. are we supposed to know? Yeah. Am I supposed to travel around what's, the well, world the and is, ask I, around? I like, hey, feeling, what's a band name, by the way? Yeah, I have a feeling that, um, you know, it was more of the label of the OG Nirvana. Oh, yeah, than, definitely. Because yeah. Cause you want to know something. Because the, the, yeah, it's usually with lawsuits, any lawsuits like that, it's usually not the band. Because then, you know, later on, about 1995 or 96, Nirvana the 60s version of Nirvana released a compilation album and they included a cover of Lithium by Nir- like by the 90s Nirvana so I, I feel like it was more of their label and the band act- I feel like the bands themselves were you know they had a bit of a laughing you had a bit of a laugh over it you know and didn't really care I feel like it was more of the labels that were like hey you can't do that we were to mm-hmm. got a band called Nirvana Blink-182 actually had the same issue. They actually used to be called just Blink, but then there was some, like, European band be like, yeah, 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 yeah. we caught Blink. And so, yeah, now they're Blink-182. Same thing happened with a group I like called Squeeze. There was an Australian band called Squeeze. And I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, there was no internet back then. Like, now yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. does this band exist? Does this exist? I liked, oh, I liked, yeah, I liked the way the UK and some bands like that would separate it, too, because they did. A, they had a bit of a better idea 
versus, you know, in America where you have to literally change the whole thing up. They would just be like, okay, well, we'll just add a little sticker that says UK. You know, so Squeeze, they had their name as Squeeze, an Australian band before them had the name Squeeze. So the Australian one's like, hey, can you guys, you guys, can you guys do something? They were like, okay, yeah, sure. So, you know, versus going through a whole lawsuit and having to change the whole name up, they just said, all right, we'll just add UK at the end so that people know we're Squeeze from, the, we're the Squeeze that's from the UK. And the Squeeze from Australia can just keep Squeeze on its own. Imagine calling your band Squeeze. That was their first mistake. <laughs> don't, dude, Squeeze is <laughs> off. Don't make fun of Squeeze, dude. Squeeze got it, dude. Who comes up with that? Like, ah, I really need a band name. How about Squeeze? You're right. Well, Squeeze, that's not, I mean, what? it's a unique name. They're worse. I guess Blink-182 isn't listen, that much better. Listen, oh, let's just call our band Blink. That'll, that'll help. Listen, like, you gotta know something, <laughs> yeah, alright? Listen, their their album title is even weirder. Their like main album, the one that like blew up in the eighties on college radio, the squeeze album that blew up is called RG Bargy. <laughs> that sounds like a Thomas well, and Friends character. Blink twenty two's album that blew up was Enema of the State, which is a uh, you know an Wasn't Wendell. it originally gonna be called like Turn and Cough? Yeah, I think so. It was going to be called like Turn and Cough. And then their album before that was called Dude Ranch. And if you think about it for a second, you're like, oh. Yeah. Yo, did you guys, now I'm thinking about old stuff that's like a decade old. Did you guys hear about how they found the original guy that did, um, oh yeah, Mr. Krabs? What do you mean? They found him. Like, so you know how there's that video where it's like, oh yeah, Mr. Krabs. Yeah, of course. And then the guy course, screams. The, the guy screams. Yeah. So. Long story short, the one that everybody thought was the original, the one that literally said, you know, the it's the original. Yeah, you want to know something? It wasn't the original. The guy was just doing it to steal the clout from the original guy. Wow. So who's the original guy? They Is found like the original guy. So the video that was called the original is from N. Kassad. He thinks, oh, you know, I could just take this and call it the original. It's not the original. The original is from Messin' with Bigfoot, on which is from 2007. And it's not called, oh yeah, Mr. That's Krabs. Weird. It's called Multimedia Message Mr. Krabs.3GP. <laughs> yeah. That's it, funny. Like, Yo, put a link to that in, I'm, in I'm the put, chat yeah, I just and did. we'll put it in the description. Yeah, I'm so you guys, can give, you guys can give the OG guy who did Mr. Krabs credit. <laughs> not in Kassad the liar who wants you to think he made it. So it's kind of it's like that. That you know that Green Day video with the face singing "I Walked a Lonely Road." Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. The, the one that got all the views was like from two years after the original. I remember. Yeah. I remember Isn't seeing music videos of people taking their Xbox Live guy, and there was a button to make them open their mouth, and they would just make a whole f- song. I don't know cover of Good it. Good times, I guess. You guys remember those videos where they would play like Modern Warfare and like make a beat out of like the gun sounds? Uh, not particularly. Sort of. I remember that, dude. I remember someone. It was like in the airplane, the airport terminal like map, and it was some guy shooting like a plane, and he was shooting it to like some beat, and it was just. It was old, like 2011, 2012. Crazy I wasn't times. alive back then, so I wouldn't. Remember. You weren't alive. A plane. I don't know what type of plane it was. It was a Modern Warfare 3 plane. I don't know. You forget that co- <laughs> that was Austin is an airplane guy. Yeah. So, speaking of Austin, he said 15 minutes earlier, and that gets me thinking about 15. How about I made a song 
that got featured in a video. Fifteen that got thousand. Fifteen thousand views, guys. Holy moly! One of Coker's one of Coker's pepperoni. One of Coker's songs. One of fifteen. One of Coker's songs got fifteen thousand views, and it's literally the only audio. One of the one of the only pieces of audio in the video. So my friend um, Martin Walls, basically, there's been this whole trend of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's VHS videos where it's like people, you know, making like these fake archive tapes with like Five Nights at Freddy's characters and stuff. And he decided to make his own. That's like a spinoff, you know. It's like a little spinoff thing where it's with his own characters and everything. And yeah, I see. He basically, yeah, he asked me to do the sort of, cause you know, in the, with the sort of idea of the restaurants and stuff, you know, that are in these VHS stuff, there's like band, animatronic brand, band, animatronic bands. Sorry, I have a bad stutter. One of the, anim, you know, animatronic bands that like performs songs, you know? And so he said, Coker, do you think you could, do you think you could make some music for it and do that tile style of a uh, music? And I go, I get, I said, yeah, sure. I definitely, I do it. And so I wrote some songs. I wrote a couple for him. He hasn't used all of them yet, but, um, he used one of them and he put it in the video, which should be in the description for you guys to watch in the teaser for the next episode of his series. And that video gained a couple thousand views overnight. And then by about a week, it came out June 2nd and it's June 7th right now. So about five days, it already has 16,000 views. And about to hit 17,000. Yeah. And a lot of the comments I've looked, I'm not even kidding. A lot of the comments are people actually like being like, hey, this song was good, you know? So people are hearing it. Way you know? to go. So tell us. Tell us about how you made that song. Yeah. Um, so I did a cover of a Beach Boys song or Beach Boys recording of a song called Do You Want to Dance? Uh, the Ramones did a cover of it too. A bunch of bands have done a cover of it. It's an oldies song, you know. And I did it. I just sent in this chat that Martin Walls was in. And they were all like, okay, this is cool. And then Martin Walls heard it. And he was like, yo, do you want to do some stuff for me? I was like, yeah, sure. And I didn't want to give him that because that's a cover. You know, if he wants to make ad revenue off of this, he's got to have original stuff. He can't have a cover. So I sort of, you know, began. I had already gotten to the point of knowing like doo wop chord progressions, you know. And so I basically just really quickly on a MIDI keyboard banged out some doo wop chord progressions and added some drums, added some little synth lines and everything. And, uh, that's really it, you know, wrote it in about a day on a little MIDI keyboard, used some synthesizer effects, uh, very reminiscent like of, yeah, so I used uh, Logic's built-in synthesizers, uh, if you want specifics, I tried to mimic it, it, it I used a lot of instruments and, uh, you know, sort of sounds that were that I also use to make like Thomas the Tank Engine style music. So a lot of synth sort of stuff there, like Jup Jupiter Eight synth stuff, you know, like Roland synths and everything. And yeah, uh, I used that sort of sound to make it. I used a um, I used so there's two. There were like three different versions of it. I sent him a demo tape, which he used. I don't know why he used, which used um mostly synths, a piano, and I used a uh, Lindrum for the drums you on really it. Like Lindrums. I love Lindrums, dude. I love those old 80s drum machines. 
Uh, I used a Lindrum on there. Uh, then I sent him another version of it with different instruments because I, you know, with the whole lore of his project, uh, the whole restaurant and everything closed down before the mid eighties or about at the mid eighties, you know, 1984. And so I was like, okay, well I better try to make this sound a bit more like it's from the seventies. Cause that was the lifespan of the company. So I re I yeah. remixed it. I added, uh, some acoustic drums, uh, I used, I kept some synth bits in there, but trying to make them, you know, relative to that time period. I used, uh, I replaced one of them with like a little trumpet, you know, replaced some parts with strings, uh, and I sent him that one. And then I finally sent him one with me singing over it, which he did not use, but it is out there. He did, we did actually release it, so you guys can actually hear that one. And eventually he was like, all right, I like this, so I'm thinking about using this for the teaser. I was like, all right, perfect. And that's really it. I mean, it's just basic doo-wop chord progressions with some synths. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't really know what else I can really say about it, you know. And uh, I, you know, I thought it wasn't really anything special, and then immediately people were like, the minute the video came out, people were like going on my Spotify. Like, I'm not even kidding. My Spotify blew up after this. I got like ten plays that first night that that song came out on my Spotify. You know, like I before that money moves. Yeah, what's crazy is before that, before that point, I had actually started slipping in Spotify plays. It got to the point where I went from having about like three percent of my plays were Spotify algorithm playlists to the point where it was at zero, and then eventually that minute that's the minute that video came out and it blew up, and he had my Spotify, my YouTube in the description. I'm at like 10% Spotify algorithm playlist now. Like my Spotify has just gone way back up, like better than it was before, which is just, it's blowing my mind, you know? And, um, like I can tell you the last seven days I got 17 streams, which is far better than what I had been doing before that point. And yeah. And then he made me, you know, he got me to do a Q and a and stuff in the server for the show, like the little fan server that discord server that they have. And it's just, it's sort of been strange, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to be like, Oh, you know, I'm, it's not like I got a gold record or anything, but it's like, dude, I'm doing way better than I was before, you know? And very true. I'm in a weird position now, you know, I'm in a weird position because they want, you know, he's like, okay, well do some more stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man, because like the, you get like, I'm in this sort of position now where I'm like, okay, well, do I try to do the same thing as before or do I try to just keep it natural? But I can't really keep it natural because it's, it's different now. I feel like I've had a similar struggle with uh, Lucid Domino myself. It's like, you have to find that balance of doing what you normally do, but also trying to evolve, so to speak. Yeah. It's um, just, it's, it feels you know. weird. You know, yeah. it feels odd to be in the position where, you know, people are like wanting and expecting you, excuse me, to make something similar to what you did before. And I really, I don't feel like I have that much right to say this because you got to remember, like, you got to remember, like, this is 15,000 plays. For most people, that's not, a, for like actual looking at artists and stuff, that's not a lot. That's not like, like, that's not like a whole lot in the span of like, big time musicians or anything but for me 
that's like selling out a stadium for me because so I literally you're basically famous now is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm not famous. I I, no. I I disagree. The there's been some funny moments though because of it. Like for example, um, I had a kid Ooh. yell at me, like just get completely mad at me. He, he so this was before I released the thing on like iTunes and stuff. And he comes up to me in a call and he starts yelling at me. He's like, he's like, I went through your Spotify and I listened to every single song and nothing on there was nothing on there was the song. And I'm like, well, first off, thank you for listening to every single one of them, somehow managing to listen to every single one of my songs. But second off, it's not out yet. I mean, I just it's not out yet. And he was just so mad, dude. It was it was kind of I mean, I feel bad. It was kind of fine. It was kind of funny. It was just, it was, I hate to be like what that. What would it was you just do in this situation, Jacob? You know, I got to ask, before I answer that, I'm a little, I'm a little peeved that you saw him. Actually, you probably didn't see it because I connected on my phone. I'll, I'll forgive you. Never mind. Um, I would, I would simply call him a crap idiot myself and then ban him from <laughs> my server. That's about it. Cause he's a stupid idiot Well, it wasn't, boy. I'm not a mod, so I can't ban and anybody. Nobody and nobody likes him. I don't know. Tell him that nobody likes him, that his mom <laughs> probably hates him. And I'm not gonna tell him that. Aborted. You should though. Oh my gosh! He is a garbage human being, and he should feel bad. I told him thank you for listening to every single one of my songs. <laughs> he, tell him he played him. He got played. I don't know what else to say. He's a he's a dumbo. Ugh. But yeah, it's it's strange, you know. Um, what would Austin I'm really do? Nothing. I'm really proud of the song though. It's um I literally wrote I literally recorded it in about an hour and just quantized everything. I was like, all right, there we go, it was done. Not really gonna work on anything else. And he was like and it ended up people really like it, you know. And so then I've been trying to record stuff and you know I wish I could finish a song in an hour. Do you know how long it normally takes me to finish a song? Like a month. Oh, more than that, buddy. A year. Sometimes. Granted, I don't work on the. It's kind of like a like a animations on TV. It's not like it's all work. It's only one song worked on at a time. That's why. But you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. You never know what the issue may be. I think um, one of the things. And I'm not, by the way, when I was talking about that stuff, I'm not trying to sound like, I'm not trying to be like one of those people that, you know, misses a single meal and is like, oh, starving life, guys. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't you know. know like, it sounds like the fame's getting in your head. I don't know what I'm not trying to, to be you. like one of those people. I'm not trying to be like one of those people that stubs their toe and thinks they survived a life tragedy. Like, it, I'm just, it's like Jacob breaking you, his pinky just, and thinking that he you just had to, you know, fight. Fighting a far off, a far yeah. Who I know. told it's, you I was drafted to Baghdad? <laughs> Baghdad. I feel Baghdad. like Coker is calling me out, and I'm a, not a fan. And I will be protesting versus versus for here versus on out. Jacob versus Jacob, where he just goes and is just like, I'm gonna make a tweet about how much I hate Coker, not tag him in it. You know, I gotta tell you, Ooh. I gotta tell you, Coker. Um, I'm looking at my Spotify right now. Okay. And I see, I do not see you 
and the where people listen because you live all the way in uh, North Carolina. I do not see North. Carolina I don't live in North Carolina. Team. How many how many times are you going to get North Carolina and South Carolina mixed up? Those are fighting words over here. Those okay. are fighting words. <laughs> my point, you say, true. my point being, it's true. It's like mixing up Virginia and West Virginia. My yeah, point like, being, get thrown in prison for that, man. I don't see any Carolina in my where people listen. So I do want to call you out on that. And another interesting thing is I see someone from Moreno Valley has been listening. And that's interesting for me because although I wasn't born there, I was like kind of raised there from baby age to like age five or six. I don't but know, I man. know no one over there, so that's just kind of interesting. That Must Reno, Re- where's that? It's my at? past self. They discovered Lucy Domino. Where's Where's Reno? I don't Valley? know what else to say. Post a screenshot. Yeah. Okay. Where's Reno Anything Valley? It is north. Thank you, thank you for telling me that. It's north. Thank you for that info. <laughs> I never would have picked that out. Very north. <laughs> it's um. I think it's just, it's kind of north of where I'm at. Um, I'm in the LA-ish area. Oh, that's who listens to you. Yeah. Okay. You, you okay? You made it out like it was. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. What did you misinterpret something I said? I'm. I thought you were because I thought you were talking because you said you went on my Spotify. And no, I was like, I went on. I thought you were my a bit like, I was like, who in the world is listening to me from Moreno Valley? I wanted to call you out for you not listening to my music. I don't listen to my music. Well, you sh- why, why don't you listen to mine, buddy? I listen. To I my don't music. listen. I don't use Spotify. I'm an Apple Music dude. Are you serious? Yeah. People should hate you. I like the organization of it more. Well, one kid does. We already talked about that. I'm not yeah, a that's fan you. of Apple Music. I like the organization of it. Okay, so now let's move on to something else. Uh, we were speaking about Blink earlier. So there's a video up here in the chat that says, that's called, If Blink-182 Wrote Fireflies by Owl City. Did you guys have a chance to watch that? I know Jacob did because he's the one that posted it. Yeah, I watched Colter, it. did you watch it? Yeah. What were your honest thoughts on that video? I wasn't as impressed I, I, as I thought I'd be. I, I'm not really a big Blink-182 guy, so I have no real input on how much it sounded like Blink-182. But you, it was good. But you know their style. I, I liked it, and it was good. I just, I'm, I just, I've never really heard any other Blink-182 songs. You're a poser. This is a problem for me. Not even all the small things? Nope. Never. Wow. Never heard it. I can sing it for you. Not even watch my age again? Nope. How can you call yourself a Blink-182 fan, then? I don't call myself a Blink-182 fan. Jacob, name one Smashing Pumpkins song. 1975, Dumbo. Oh, and he messed it up, too. 1979, I'm sorry. I, I had uh, a long no, day. No, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> I had a long it's day. It's too late. You me. messed up. Hey, you it hasn't been up. as long as us. You ain't been awake as, lo- uh, as much as we have. That is true. I didn't get up to like 11.30, but to be fair, I stayed up to like 3 a.m. watching 13 Reasons Why. Wasted <laughs> time. Anyways. That uh, is a waste so of your life watching I, 13 this video, Reasons Why. Hey, it so was a good this season. song, this, uh, this redo, this rearrangement in the style of Blink-182, I thought it was okay except for one thing that may be a little... A little annoyed, all right? A little annoyed. So, at the end of the song, near the end, they changed keys. They've been in B the entire time. And then near the end, they changed to E for the final chorus. 
And that sounds perfect because that's what the vocals are in. The vocals are not in the key of B, they're in the key of E. Just because the E major scale and the B major scale share several notes, and those notes are usually hit by the vocals, it doesn't mean that you can just play an instrumental in B under the vocals in E. So yeah, I'm like, why didn't they just do the whole thing in E? Mm -hmm. If they had done the whole thing in E, I literally think that it would actually be pretty good. I truly think that. I think that it would have been a really good remix if they had just done it all in E. Maybe the guy doesn't really know music theory that much, but I don't know. Sounds like a yeah, mistake I'd or make. He was just trying to be unique. I remember back in 2017, a video was uploaded by Dr. Granday that was called You Reposted in the Wrong Owl City. And he had the same kind of problem. He had the instrumental of Kaysen in A. Whereas the vocals were in E. Do people just not know the vocals? I mean, the key for uh, Adam's vocals or something like. Maybe, no, maybe Jason, they just I know, don't care. I know yeah, because I mean, we all some average Joe, right? Some some like fifteen year old girl is sitting there listening to Adam Young and being like, "Yeah, key of E, guys, let's go! Yeah, <laughs> key of well, E." Actually, I mean, it's not in E. Yeah, they just transposed it. Well, I'm just saying, like. It's kind of a weird question to ask. Do people just not know what, like, of course they don't yeah, know. Don't, people don't, don't they know. How could people how don't could they not know? How could they not know the fourth triad of the E chord? <laughs> I mean, how dare like, they? Actually, the song is like, not good. It says like, it right there. Uh, technically, by the way, you'd mean E key, but whatever. I don't I mean, care. Right in the beginning of the song, right in the beginning of the song, Adam says, Adam says, this song is in D sharp major, guys. All right. You would not believe your eyes. It was in the original <laughs> vocals. I swear. I, I heard the demo tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The tape he sent to Matt Tyson. Uh, he was like, no, he sent it. D sharp, Matt. No, he sent it to the, he sent it to the label. Dude, the best part. <laughs> he thought, the best he thought part that's of what the people wanted. Dude, the best part of like <laughs> the best part of Skrillex, bro, is when he starts off every song by telling the key that it's in. <laughs> You're like, all right, D sharp, let's go. I love how we have our own interpretations of what dubstep is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dudes, let's collab. Let's collab under the extra reverb name and make like our own dubstep song with our voices or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll like do the, the drums. The, samp <laughs> the sample before the drum <laughs> could be Coker's wheeze. Yes, just like that. <laughs> it's so easy. Don't make fun of me because of my Dude, wheeze. Dude, sing like Carl. Okay, sing wait, like Carl. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Weezer. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, hang on, hang on, okay, hang on. Okay. This podcast song is in C major. I'm putting that at the beginning of the episode. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Shimmy. Oh, oh, shimmy crickets. Good laughs. Imagine like before each word you say, you like say what key it's gonna be or what note it's gonna be. Like E, hello, <laughs> D, how are you? E, I'm good. I'm not saying that's the, you know the actual note, but you know, <clears throat> I'm uncomfortable. Everyone knows. Everyone knows the best part of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" is when Kurt Cobain's like, "All right, this is an F minor." <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> 
F minor, everybody, let's go. Down, 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 down. All right, here's an E. I miss you, miss you. All right, D sharp. Where are you? F. And I'm so sorry. Bro, it's in the key of E. <laughs> do you ever just, do you ever just like try to sing like a song and you get so mad that you can't hit the notes right? You just punch your steering wheel. Dude, as far as you that's me. Can. There's a there's a song called Thirteen by Big Star. Reasons Dude, why. if I ever get a chance, if you ever get, don't you guys ever give me the chance to talk about Big Star? Because I will literally like just do the whole podcast about Big Star. Because I love Big Star so much. It's literally my favorite band ever. So basically, but like basically, they made a, want us to oppress you. Yeah, they made a song called Thirteen, Reasons and I why. cannot sing it for the life of me because there's like this part where he's like, he's like. <laughs> And I'll shake you. And I'm like, dude, falsetto? I can't do it. Do you know what I can't? I'm just, you know what I'm I can't just butchering sing? it on purpose. Do you know what I can't sing for the life of me? I'm just butchering on purpose so I don't get content ID'd. I can't sing the low part of Fireflies. Uh, the first chorus was like, I like to make myself believe. I cannot sing that part very well. Dude, there's like this part, but the part's like, especially like, when he like, says Earth, like when it hits that low turns. note. No, it turns. I mean. Yeah, I cannot hit that note. When planet Earth turns. Like I can't hit it. No, I can't hit like, it. It's impossible. My voice like is stupid. Of, um, there's this part of 13 where the guy's like, he's like, maybe I'll get tickets to the dance and I'll take. And I'm always off key when I, like, I don't, you guys don't, probably can't hear it, but I'm serious. I'm always off key when I sing that last part. And then at the end, he goes like, you. And I always, I butcher the whole thing, man. Like, it's such a weird thing. Because the guy has such, like, a, like, he has, like, very little bass in his voice. Like, you know what I mean? He's got, like, one of those voices where there's not that many, there's not that much bass in it. Mm-hmm. Which makes it very hard for someone like me, who, you know, you know, makes it hard for someone like me to sing it. Okay. Why'd you hey. say it? Don't, Austin, why'd you have to do me like that? I'm Austin sitting here talking about something passionate, you. and Austin's, Austin's just like, okay. That's Austin for you. He's Austin's like, okay, didn't because ask. Plus, I don't think you have that much bass in your voice. Okay, didn't ask. Plus, you're white. Okay. I didn't ask either. One time I poured my heart and soul f- to Austin. I was like, I'm in love with you. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, guys. I didn't ask out Austin. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> I can okay. just picture that though. I can picture that. Just like Jacob's just like, Austin, can I be real with you, bro? As a friend, bro, you've been real good with me, man. Like, I gotta say, you're one of my best friends, bro. Like, I, right? I view you I, as I love a potential you. I, lover. I love you. I love I need you, bro. You to take I love me you, bro. out on a right? date. I do. Bro, if you ever had to bury a body, I'd help uh, you out. And okay. Austin's just like, Austin's like, okay. <laughs> would say that he would he so would oh okay Okay. no you don't even say it like that you're like you don't even say it like that you say it like you don't care you say it like you just literally you're like you're like okay not even that no pitch shift just okay all right so but on a different note literally Uh, i don't i don't have my notepad with me i don't know what to tell you it's okay because where we're going we don't need pads. This is a. <gasps> We're going to jail. Where did you get that from? <laughs> well, cause like you don't have notepads you have in jail. Completely 
flabbergasted me. With guys, I tried to I tried to paint guys. I'm bewildered. What I meant when I said pads was, you know, synthesizer pads. We don't need synthesizer pads where we're going, because where we're going, the only instrument is a musical Tesla coil. Please tell me that you guys watched this video of Megalovania on Tesla coils. I did. I did mm -hmm. watch it. It was cool. So, apparently, in the description, it says, The main loud music really comes from the Tesla coil sparks, which are literally playing the music due to the pre-programmed phase, pulse width, and firing frequency. So there are no speakers, no audio or video special effects. It looks even better in person and sounds almost the same, just without the beat. Thoughts? Tesla coil. I've watched Tesla coil videos since I was like a little kid. Like I've always loved like just hearing Tesla coil music because it's just an interesting thing, you know. Have you guys ever seen? Um, I think it was Megalovania, but it was, it was using like printers and like uh, uh, oh, dude, one tapes of my, and stuff. Yeah, I have you. There's and like floppy a floppy disk. Yeah, I, 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 my favorite one from that guy is uh, Video Killed the Radio Star when he did it with the Flopotron. It may have been a Fireflies <laughs> one, but I don't remember. That's what he calls it, sure. the Flopotron. Yeah, the Flopotron, that's right. You guys, I wonder if my Windows 98 PC dies, should I just do that with the floppy disk drives? <laughs> you sure. You should just beat it with a stick. Wait, there's multiple floppy disk drives? Probably. Uh, let's see, we got, uh, we got a floppy, a floppy disk, disk drive and a... Drive we got a floppy disk drive, computer. we got a uh, floppy disk drive, DVD, ROM drive, CD, ROM drive, and a zip drive. A zip drive? Yeah, zip. I remember one time back in, the, back in my early days of playing with computers, I tried to put a zip disk into a floppy disk drive and it clogged it until the computer was taken apart. Yeah. We couldn't ever get it out. Why would you put a, why would you put a zip disk drive? A I thought it was a floppy disk. <laughs> oh my I mean it had the same shape. It was just a little bigger. I didn't realize. <laughs> I could just imagine Austin sitting there and he's like he's like he's like, all right, I better put this in. He slaps it in and it just doesn't come out. He's like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, I right, the computer must have read it, you know? It must be doing something to it. I'll just come back later. <laughs> Little did I know, there would be no later. There would be no later. Only luckily, only computer store having to take it apart. Luckily, at that point, we had completely transitioned to CD discs. Lucky, lucky. Anyways, uh, I knew a cat named. So Lucky what you're saying is, so what you've been saying is, Tesla coil music videos have been around for a while. Yeah. No. Just not not nearly to the effect of the Megalovania part. They were usually like, you know, just like little vocal bits like, that's, you know, just with the Tesla coils. What? It wasn't nearly. I don't know. I was trying to make it sound like a Tesla coil. All right. It sounded like the meme of the guy walking up to the checkout line in the supermarket. I'm just asking, have you ever seen the movie The Sorcerer's Apprentice? Absolutely not. That's a good movie, but Probably. also that's a good movie, but also they have a scene where the guy uses Tesla coils to make music. Interesting. If you had Tesla coils, what song would you make? Comment down below. Uh, I would definitely make um uh Mystery by Lucid Domino. That actually might sound pretty cool. 
I would do a live. I would just put the recording of Ozzy Osbourne trying to like fight with his chair. If you guys have ever seen that video of Ozzy Osbourne, it's called Ozzy Osbourne versus chair. And he's sitting there trying to scoot it. And it's just, it's such a funny video. And I would, I would immediately just try to get that put through it just to see how that would sound. Cause it's, it's such a stupid video of Ozzy Osbourne trying to, you scoot. could convert it to black midi or something. Yes. Yeah, trying to scoot in his chair. <laughs> All right. We will so put that stupid. in the description. It's so stupid. <laughs> We'll put that in the description, as well as the Megalovania Tesla coil video, and a new one I just found for fireflies. If I was going to do a song on musical Tesla coils, I think it would have to be Eruption by Van Halen. That would be, I think I that think would so, be pretty cool. I think someone might have already done that. Let's see. They did Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh wait, hang on. Wait a second. I think we might have Thunderstruck it. by uh, might. Thunderstruck by ACDC would also be pretty cool. Oh, they did. Don't waste your time. Looks pretty sick. Imagine this playing in the background while Eddie Van Halen played. That'd be so weird. That'd be very weird. Oh, it's a shame. Thunder I can't find it. Thunderstruck on a Tesla coil would also be pretty cool. Yeah, someone already did that. Yeah. It sounds like a. I mean. It kind of sounds just like a normal guitar, not even going to lie. But Thunderstruck's such a quick song, you know? It really does. The way this Tesla coil is programmed, it really does. All right, so I'm going to have to change my selection. I think if I was to pick a song to do on the musical can Tesla I, coil... Can I start some controversy I think quick? I might choose... I would choose when you're done. Speed of Sound by Perfume. That's what I would choose. Now go ahead. Are you done? Jacob, speak. Yeah, I'm done. My, my only Speak boy. Is, it's it's completely off topic is my only thing. But no, what is kind of on topic before I get to what I wanted to say is uh, senior year, I was in a physics class, which ended up sucking because it was actually a freshman level class. Go figure. Um, we did this one experiment with this weird, just like kind of burner furnace thing where there's just a bunch of like uh like little like little fire burners uh in a you know pair in a single line, right? It's probably like you know, 20 feet. And we had a setup to where you could actually plug in uh, the, the, the teacher's laptop, right? And you could play music and it'll basically work like an equalizer. And you can actually see like it responding to the song. And we tried a couple songs and it wasn't working that great. So I suggested, I was like, hey, how about Fireflies by Owl City? And uh, you put it on, it was so cool. Like you see like, you see like the snares hitting and, and the bass. Oh, it looks so cool. And I was trying to I would try to find the video. I can't find it. I'll keep looking so you can put it in the in the editor. But it was so cool. Uh it just kind of reminded me of uh, you know, it was like real life. Whatever. How about I was uh looking at something the other day. Uh it was an interview with uh Bobby Prince Jr., which is the guy that did the uh he did the soundtrack for uh games like uh Duke Nukem and Doom, Doom Two. He was like a video game composer, and he basically was talking about the whole process with making the soundtrack for Doom, and uh, he basically just admitted like he literally would just borrow riffs from like metal songs and put them in his and put them in the you know and put them in and you know it's been like a source of controversy. People sort of try to call him a ripoff and try to say that he's 
a phony or something like that. I'm like, I'm just sitting there like, well, he mean, he's not, it's not like he's trying to admit otherwise. Like he literally just admitted like, yeah, I borrowed some riffs from some metal songs and put them in. And he literally was talking about how like he was shocked about how he didn't get sued. Like how they never got sued for anything. And he would literally have songs labeled do not use because of the simple fact that they were just, you know, covers and the people you know the programs and stuff didn't care so they just plooped them in that's wow i feel it's kind yeah. of like not cool that's not like the famous money. like the famous song that everybody knows from doom like Dana, nan, oh, no, nan, oh, no, nan, oh, no. yeah he borrowed that from like a metallica song you want him one yeah hey one m on let me ask he borrowed you, that from most when you guys listen to that doom song do you ever think for a second like oh that sounds like megalovania they probably tried. Megalovania is probably inspired by it. But do you guys hear that at all, or am I crazy? I don't think so, a little bit. Somebody made a uh, mashup where they made E1M or they made Megalovania in the style of E1M1. It's pretty good. You've probably seen it actually. It's kind of popular. It's got like a million views, I think. Hmm. Anyways, uh, no, I think I think Megalovania was more inspired by. Uh, he said it was inspired by a song actually called Funny Enough. Megalomania from a game from 95. I can't even remember the name of it, but I think it was also slightly inspired by Pokemon's business from Earthbound. You remember? Yeah. Cougar? Hey, yeah. audience, yeah. Do you, yeah. did you know that there, the Megalovania isn't the very first version of Megalovania? Yeah. Yes, I'm sure they knew that. I doubt it, honestly. They're pretty dumb. There's a song, by, there's a song by Black Sabbath. It's somewhat common knowledge. There's a song by Black Sabbath called Megalomania. Good for the Sabbath. Good for good for Ozzy Osbourne. Hope he can figure out how to scoot in his chair. <laughs> good for the letter M. All right. So, what were you gonna say that was off topic, Jacob? Okay. So, as we draw near <clears throat> to the end of the episode, I'm really sorry, guys. Cause I know you probably won't care, but there is an Owl City song that features Mark Hoppus, right? Dementia. And I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys know this, but Owl City was actually a big fan of Blink 182, right? So it makes me wonder, wait, why didn't he just collab with the entirety of Blink-182 and made a way cooler song? Like, they could have had Travis on the drums, maybe Tom in the background going like, I want to die, or something like that. But nope, it was just Mark Hoppus. And at first, I was thinking, well, maybe Blink-182 is broken up at the time, and that's why they couldn't do it. But then I was like, wait a second, Blink got back in 2009, and they didn't end to 2015, so what gives... Do you know how cool and epic it would have been for me personally if Owl City had a song completely with Blink-182 in its entirety? So I'm kind of I'm kind of ticked off. I feel kind of like like ripped off, you know? What was it? That's like how Tom this is crazy. This is like that's like how uh Tom Petty when he was recording his like album for, I think it was like 1980. He was recording one of his albums in like 1980 and um they wanted to get a bunch of musicians and famous people to play in. And they had already gotten a bunch of famous musicians. Well, they said, oh, hey, uh, we got one guy who's going to come in. And they're like, okay, okay. He's going to come in about the 9th. And they're like, okay, this was December 1980, all right? He's going to come in December 9th, all right? And they're like, yeah, something like December 9th. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. And they, it was John Lennon. And it never happened because John Lennon Bruh. got John Lennon got shot and killed yeah, in, in December eighth. That, that exact day, didn't he? Yeah, wasn't it that exact day? So was yeah. it like it wasn't on, a day before? 
It was like I think it was like the day before that the, he was supposed to come in and Ooh. record with Tom Petty. Yeah, and he got bad time, man. Killed, you know, bad like, timing. That's just freaky to me, you know. And then how um, and then like the whole the whole thing with Nirvana, you know, like they record, you know, you know, some of the songs that were off the first Foo Fighters album were supposed to be Nirvana songs. I'm sure they, that he wrote, Dave Grohl wrote some of these songs and Kurt Cobain liked them so much that, uh, he wanted to make them into Nirvana songs and never happened. I mean, they kind of do sound like Nirvana songs anyways. Like, uh, the in fact, one of the songs, I think Kurt Cobain or Dave Grohl said that he found out later on that Kurt Cobain was too afraid to ask for one of the songs because he wanted to change the lyrics to it. And he felt bad because he didn't want to hurt Dave Grohl's feelings. How caring. You know. Like, that's just, that's crazy to me, like, sort of musical could-have-beens, you know? I think what's crazy is, you know, um, something like that is, you know, Freddie Mercury, right before he passed away in, like, 1991, he actually got to see the Bohemian Rhapsody scene from Bill and, or not, he got, not Bill and Ted, I'm an idiot, he, he got to see the Bohemian Rhapsody scene from Wayne's World. Like, he, he was able to get see the production cut of that movie right before he passed away later that year. Okay. He said like he loved it and everything. Like that's just crazy sort of things like that. Close calls and different things like that. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, true. It's such a weird. Life can be pretty strange sometimes. Yeah, like that's Life for sure. Life is beautiful. Sometimes reality strange. is stranger than fiction because after all, fiction is only based on reality. It is not yeah. its own reality. And like there's one um where Eric Clapton, Eric Clapton bought a Strat. He bought a Stratocaster, and he wanted to give it to Jimi Hendrix, and literally, yeah, like, literally the day before, the day he was supposed to give it to Jimi Hendrix, he found out that Jimi had died the day before. Like, stuff like that, man, that just, it's crazy to me. Like, yeah, how yeah. close the timing could be, how close, you know, and it just didn't happen. Like, that's just a crazy thing. Odd yeah, thing. Buddy Holly hadn't gotten into a plane wreck, or yeah. Otis Redding hadn't gotten into a plane wreck. Yeah, I mean... Or Leonard Skinner. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know they still find pieces of metal at the wreck site. They're still finding, like, pieces of or, metal from the plane. Who, Leonard Skinner? Yeah, from the Leonard Skinner plane crash. They crashed in the middle of nowhere, though, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. They're still finding pieces, dude. It's just crazy. Little message from Coker, uh... Cherish your loved one, cherish your friends, because, I mean, crap happens, dude. Yeah, I might die tomorrow. I mean, Very true. true. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to get dark. I mean, I'm just being real, like, yep. appreciate your family, people. Appreciate your friends. Actually, just I appreciate you. Can you guys make a you know? tribute song? Appreciate everybody that makes your life better, and appreciate the people that make your life worse because it makes you stronger. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys know that. I Which one are we? Which one are we? Are we the people that treat you good or the people that make you stronger? I don't You guys, the first one, not the latter. <laughs> make me uh, yeah, yeah, keep you me don't happy. Kill me. I appreciate so we you guys. makes me stronger. I, I need you to hurry up now because I can't wait much longer. What are you singing? Kanye West, man. What the heck? We're singing the goodbye song? Oh, Kanye's, Kanye's goodbye song. Um, sure. Want to hear my goodbye song? All right. All the small <laughs> things. Yo, you guys, guess what? Guess what, guys? Guess what? 
What? 